All right, we're doing uh, some Pink Floyd here. We got uh, Comfortably Numb. Yeah. One of their biggest songs, probably after The Wall, right? Yeah, it's from, from the album, The Wall. It's from the album, The Wall. Yeah, I think um, the album, Dark Side of the Moon, is bigger, especially in America. I think it's like the second best-selling album of all times here, after Thriller. After Thriller, yeah. But, yeah, no, this song is very, very popular. Do you very know how, how they got the name, though, Pink Floyd? No, I never really even thought about it. No, they were trying to think of names, and first they were uh, the Spectrum Five. The Spectrum Five. And the okay. Screaming Screaming Abdabs. The, the what now? The Screaming Abdabs, ah. which they then uh, shortened to the Abdabs at some point. <laughs> but then they settled on another name, namely the Tea Set. The Tea Set. The Tea Set. Yeah, from like Mad Hatter's like Tea Party. Yeah. Everybody had to do something about you know, Alice in Wonderland and, yeah. in those days, apparently. But then they were supposed to play it at this army base, and there was another band in the lineup that was already called the Tea Set. <laughs> Two bands. Two bands with, with the Tea Set. set. So then they had to settle on something else, and they couldn't come up with anything, so they decided to just list you know, artists that they like, and then um, they took inspiration from some uh, blues singers. Namely, uh, Pinkney Anderson, Pinkney Pink, and then Floyd Council. I don't know and either of those, but the Pink Floyd sound. The even Pink though, Floyd sound. Yeah, even though they don't really play blues at all. But anyway, the Pink Floyd sound, and then the, the sound got dropped. So Comfortably Numb, it's, the lyrics are inspired by an experience that Roger Wa uh, Waters had, the singer, and he was really sick right before a concert. Oh, no in 77 in philadelphia so um they had to call a doctor and they injected him with some tranquilizers he said yeah that was the longest two hours of my life uh trying to do a show and you can hardly lift your arm but he at the same time he felt like comfortably numb because his arm was made numb but then he changed it that changed the premise of it because the song is about uh, pink uh, pink's management breaking into the hotel room uh, and his doctor uh, injecting him with a drug that will snap him out of his drug-induced malaise, uh, ensuring that he can still perform in a concert later that evening. Oh, okay. He had done so many drugs that he wasn't able to perform his concert, and then the doctor giving him like like an upper. Yeah, like the Narcan of the day. Yeah, like yeah, whatever they used for the Narcan of the day. All right, let's uh, let's do it. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Is anybody in there? Um, just not if you can hear me. Is anybody home? Yeah, so that's the doctor. That's the doctor talking to him. Talking to Pink. Pink, yeah. Floyd. Talking to Pink there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just not if you can hear me. Anybody home? Come on, come on, come on now. I hear you're feeling down. Well, I can ease your pain and get you on your feet again. Relax, relax, relax. I'll need some information first. Just the basic facts. Can you show me where it hurts? Yeah, so it's the it's the doctor trying to talk to him because he's strung out on drugs and yeah. he's needed to perform the show. Yeah, to have a concert later. They have a concert, 
pretty soon, and, yeah. they, and they, they need him to get up. And he's just lying in his, ho- in his hotel room, in his bed. Drugged out of his mind. Drugged out of his mind. He can't perform. No. Why are you strung out on drugs if you have to perform later? I mean, you have a concert coming up. You have people coming from all over the, all over the country to see you. They paid good money for it. They got, you know, babysitters. They took time off work. Yeah, nobody's going to Philly to mm. not see Pink Floyd. No, exactly. And pay good money for it. It's probably one of the highlights. Yeah, of the whole year. Of your whole year. I mean, for for your fans, for for people that are willing to pay to yeah, to you know watch you play your music, which should be like a great great honor for you. Great honor. For so you, if yeah. you then decide to just take a whole bunch of drugs so that you can't perform, yeah. you're a bit of an asshole. Because yeah, now you're not going to be able to do the concert that you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And also, it's kind of exactly. shitty towards the other band members because what are they going to do without you? Yeah, it's not like you're a tambourine player. So <laughs> you're tambourine you're, man. Yeah, so it's kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Very, very selfish. It is. Because you can, you can get high any other day. Just do your fucking tour and then, you know... or On, get on a, the tour bus on the way to the next on, show. On the way to the next show or whenever, but not right before a concert. Yeah. So why does he make, like, a legitimate uh, situation where he was sick? Yeah. yeah. Now he makes himself look, look worse. worse. Yeah. There is no pain, you are receding. So the doctor asked him where, it's hurt, where it hurts, yeah. or it's a strain, because that, that's not the issue. They didn't call him because he was hurting. They yeah. called him to get him out of his, like, his drug self-induced coma. Yeah. There is no pain, you are receding, and distant ships smoke on the horizon, so he barely even you know, registers what's, what's going on. Your lips move, but I can't hear what you're saying, even though he sings the whole song about it. So you have to ask the rest of the band members, hey, what exactly did the, did the, did the doctor say? Yeah, so, I, so I can use it like verbatim for our next song. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, when I was a child, I had a fever, which, you know, cool, cool story, right? Uh, my hands felt just like uh, two balloons. Um, so he remembered having the flu or something. So now this is from his own childhood. They looked like they were too big, not too that they big. were floating away. Not they were floating away or balloon side, but just bigger. Ah. Now I've got that feeling once again. I can't explain. You wouldn't understand. I'm sure the doctor understands. I think it's like a common, a common symptom. Yeah. Like even if you're on, like on drugs, that, that your hands start to look weird and, and, and bigger or smaller, whatever. Yeah. So I'm sure the doctor understands. No, no, you wouldn't get it, man. <laughs> you would like my care. hands feel like balloons who gives a shit what your hands feel like or felt like when you were a kid you have a concert coming up right yeah wake the yeah. fuck up yeah exactly wake the fuck up don't stop comparing it to a fever dream you had as a, as a kid yeah like we don't care about that yeah
but also affects an entire economy not performing a show. You have all the management, you have the people that work at the venue. Yeah, like at the stands and stuff. At the stands, selling the tickets, you have all the people in the crowd who paid for the tickets already. Yeah, so it's a really shitty thing to do. Like It at, affects a lot of people. At least 200,000 people. Just, if you want to take drugs, take some uppers. Don't, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he took like either LSD or heroin, right? I always thought it was heroin, but Yeah, way, probably, so, yeah. but either way, just take some speed or cocaine then. So you, can, so you can still do your concert. Take if like you, a function. Yeah, and then do your heroin after the, after the show, whatever. Exactly. This is just a really selfish thing to do, because you go all the way to Philadelphia, the reason why you are there is because of the concert. Yeah. Otherwise, Unless just... Unless you wanted to see the Liberty. Yeah, party. otherwise yeah. just stay home. Don't go to Philadelphia and then right before the show, oh wait, let me shoot up some her- some heroin. No man, you don't get it, man. I'm uncomfortably numb. Yeah. That's not the issue. We need yeah. to get you to wake up to do your concert. Yeah. No, man, Everyone's I'm, I'm comfortable, man. Well, it's not as comfortable for the people that are, you know, on their way to the concert in public transport. Yeah, exactly. We're stuck in traffic and in Philly. The subway. It's inconvenient. It's really inconvenient. So it's so inconvenient that I'm going to sing a whole song about it, appealing t- to the fans for sympathy, the fans that I was going to stand up. Yeah, like, can you believe the doctor made me come all the way over here to do this concert for you guys? For you guys. And everybody's like, fuck, fuck, the, doctor. fuck the doctor, yo. Let him be comfortably numb. <laughs> he was numb. Let him sleep next time. Yeah, let him sleep. Make us wait here. Cancel the show. Imagine if we did that. Like, like right now, for instance. If we had done it today, instead of doing this. Yeah, like, instead of recording actually, this Actually, that probably would have been better. For us, it would For us, better. yeah. But the audience now gets this. Yeah, so, yeah, because we, we sacrifice it for you guys. And that's yeah. the difference between us and Pink Floyd. All right, so anyway, if you want to reward that um, effort, yeah, um, look us up on Patreon, Two Guys, One Phone. We In might Venmo. have a Venmo set up at some point. I know well, you're working on that email address still the, for like a week. Of today, I will have the, the Venmo set up. <laughs> I don't. No, I you need I an email said first. That for the last seven days, yeah. but today will be the day. But you start, you, you've started to work like the, the, the groundwork for the ground creating work. an email. Yeah. You, have, yeah. you don't have the email yet. I don't have it yet, but it no. will be, you know, some but variation done, of two guys, one phone yeah. at gmail.com. But, but we can't tell them yet. Because it's not set up yet. Sure. Yeah. I guess that would be an accurate statement. Yeah, but anyway, uh, stay tuned because don't be shocked if sometime within the next month or two there's going to be an email. Or three, or three even. Don't be yeah. Say that. Yeah, of course. Or three. There's going to be an email address and then a Venmo account. So all the money that you've been waiting to donate. You can finally uh, do it on, on yeah, Venmo. If you don't want to go through the whole trouble of going to Patreon yeah. and getting, you know, bonus bits, yeah. you can just send us the money directly yeah. and not get any bonus bits. Exactly. So, um, there you go. Some variation of two guys, one phone. There you go. Email us. I, I would and just email to any variation that you can think just, of. Just like write all of them down and we'll write get it down. At least one of them. Use, yes. like, the two and a number and then one... To spell it and then spell the two and just do the one as a number, the two numbers, spell all of them out. To send send out just a whole bunch of emails yeah. and also Venmo, just a whole bunch we of also money. Have, you know, Twitter and we'll have a Facebook and Instagram at some point. See, that might be easier. Yeah, that's. I'm thinking 2030 is is, is when you got to be on the lookout <laughs> for, for that. So anyway, uh, signing off. Two guys, one phone. <laughs>